It's a beautiful Sunday morning. Blessed to be alive. I'm outside listening to the birds chirp. Looking up to the heavens. Doing some mindful walking. And as I'm walking around, I got to thinking. Kim, you really need to dive into something that is so taboo that nobody talks about it. Your mental health, my mental health. We are so quick to judge others when it comes to something that we don't understand. So let's just get rid of all the myths and let's get a true understanding. Stay tuned for that and more on Kim in Progress. The walls started to cave in, darkness all around me. No one to turn to. The guilt and shame shadowed me as a constant reminder of who I am. Anger, rage, sadness and grief overcame my soul, my being. I am crying out. No one can hear my pain. The tears I shed are all in vain. Hold my hand. Embrace my spirit. Help me. I'm shouting for help. Can't you hear it? Can't you hear it? Good morning. You're listening to Kimberly in Progress. And boy, do I have a deal for you. Have you ever thought about you have a message and you want to be heard and you want to reach millions of people? Well, that's what you can do today for free at Anchor. All you have to do is download the app at anchor.fm to get started. No tools necessary. Everything you need, you can do from your laptop, your phone, or a desktop. Go ahead. Join today. Get anchored up. I remember just feeling out of control, lost, confused, sad in that time angry. Walls were caving in. And I didn't understand why. And it wasn't till something traumatic happened in my life till I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And I remember not wanting anyone to know that I was labeled that. I remember the shame and the guilt and even judging other people that had this disorder. Because me? No. Not me. Yeah, I might have had some mood swings here and there, been a little upset here and there, but bipolar? Mm Mm-mm. Not me. And as an African-American woman, definitely not. That just was not something that you wanted on your shoulders. They already thought, hey, you know, black women are always feisty and crazy. Why add something else onto, on, onto me? But as I got older and as I started to take interest in me and take care of me and my well-being, 
I realized that it's not something to be ashamed of. It's not something to hide away from. It was something that I need to deal with and learn to cope with. And guess what? I'm okay now. And yeah, I have my struggles. Some days are better than others. But I have the coping mechanisms to live every day being bipolar. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It determines how we handle stress, relate to others, and choices that we make, big or small. Mental health is important at every stage of our life, from our childhood and adolescence, throughout our adulthood. And over the course of our life, if you experience mental health, you know, it's going to affect your thinking, your mood and behavior. Um, and there's a lot of factors that go into that. Such as, you know, it could be a biological factor, you know, the genes or brain chemistry imbalance, life experiences such as trauma or abuse, your family history of mental health. Mental health problems are quite common. And you know what? Help is available. And you can get better. You can live a happy and healthy life. So with everything that's going on, especially right now with everything that's going on, now is not the time to ignore the signs of mental health problems or feel ashamed. Mental health should not be a taboo that nobody wants to talk about. And ignoring it's not going to make it go away. You know, somebody that you know, if not yourself, is affected by this. And there's all types of mental health disorders. You know, you have your anxiety disorders. And that's the most prevalent mental illness in the U U.S. today. And, you know, this, this disorder includes like post-traumatic stress, obsessive-compulsive behavior. You have your different phobias, PTSD, OCD. You know, I'm very OCD, so I fall up under that category too. Before I used to just say, oh, well, I just like to really overly clean, but I'm OCD. Um, depression, you know, your manic depressives and such forth. And I'm not talking about your depressed or, or saddened because you saw something or heard a story that just made you feel that way for that for the time being, 
I'm talking about if it, if it persists for two weeks or longer and you're starting to experience problems like not sleeping good, not eating, you have a loss of energy, you know, you can't concentrate, you have self-image issues, stuff like that. Um, ADHD, you know, and that's the attention deficit and hyperactivity disorder where you have difficulty staying focused, you're you can't sit down. You're really hyper for no for no apparent reason. Bipolar, um, and with bipolar, you know we have our manic episodes, uh, very dramatic shifts in mood swings, our energy and activity levels, or like our teeter totter, up and down, up or down. And I remember years ago I was talking to someone about bipolar, and I jokingly had said to somebody, you know, I can always tell if I've had a manic episode because all I have to do is look at the charges on my debit card. And I laughed it off, but it's not funny. Those of you that are bipolar know exactly what I'm talking about. You have uh, autism and my son's artistic and you know, they experience issues with social interaction and communication. They're they're socially awkward. Eating disorders, you know, and I tell people with eating disorders, it's like you can't just eat. And the world inside your head is so twisted and controlling. It's like a prison of black and white. And it, it makes you fear every aspect of your life outside of your control. So... As we can see, this is nothing to ignore. And there's so many other mental health disorders. Um, I just couldn't name them all. But this is not something that we need to put off, ignore, or not learn to cope with. And so I want to go over some signs um, that maybe you're experiencing or you know someone who is experiencing these things so that they can get the help that they need. So how are your eating or sleeping habits? Are, are you sleeping too much or too little? You're not eating? Do you find yourself pulling away from people or you know, not doing the usual activities that you used to do? You have low or no energy at all. You start to feel numb and like nothing matters. Uh, you're having unexplained aches and pains physically. And I've talked about that before where like with different anxiety and stresses and depressions, once it builds up so far mentally, eventually it physically starts to take a toll on your body. You start feeling hopelessness and helplessness. Uh, maybe you're smoking and drinking Habits have increased significantly or you've dived into using drugs. Um, you start feeling unusually confused, forgetful. You know, you're edgy, angry, or you find yourself upset and worried all the time, maybe even scared. You're, you're having more and more of those yelling and fighting matches with your family and friends. Your mood swings are just off the chain and they start to cause problems in your relationships in your life. 
you, you can't get out of your head. You know, you're hearing voices or believing things that aren't true. And a big one is you're thinking of harming yourself or others. And another one is if you just find yourself not being able to perform your daily task, and I mean stuff like taking care of your kids, taking care of yourself and personal hygiene, can't get to work or school. These are some of the signs that you need to start to seek help. And so how do we do that? If we have a positive mental health, it's going to allow us to realize our full potential. It's going to help us to cope with the stressors of our life. You know, we'll be able to work productively and make meaningful contributions to our communities. So how, how are we going to get there? How are we going to get a healthy mental and emotional state? How are we going to become whole again? Well, first and foremost, I always tell people, seek help. Talk to a professional. You know, there's psychiatrists out there. There's psychologists out there. There's holistic and wellness coaches um, like myself. You know, there's groups out there. So connect with others. There's different groups out there for, for a lot of these disorders. You know, you have groups for eating disorders or bipolar disorders anxiety. There's all types of groups where you can connect with other people that are going through what you're going through. Stay positive. And I preach this, preach this, preach this. You have to stay positive. And I know it can be hard sometimes, but if we let that negative overtake us, it's going to cause so much damage. Stay physically active. Stay physically active. We don't the worst thing to do is be depressed um, or be suffering from a mental illness and you're just sitting there by yourself. The worst thing you can do, being alienated. Help others. Remember, gratitude, it goes a long way. And when you help others, you find yourself feeling really good about yourself. And that's going to bring you joy. Develop coping skills, and that's a lot of what we're talking about today is ways to cope with your mental um, health issues that you have going on. And that way, instead of going into a panic or doing some of the things that we do when we find ourselves in these depressive modes, we can learn to bring ourselves out of them until we can seek other help. I know that there is medication out there that you can take. However, for me as a holistic practitioner, I believe in treating and focusing on your whole being, body and mind and spirit um, to help you feel better. And that's what I did for me. I, I didn't take any medications. I think I tried it once when I was first diagnosed and I'm like, mm-mm. This is not for me. And I believe I spoke about this before. It was not for me. I found alternative ways, holistic ways, and um, it was better for me. So some of the things that 
you want to try and do as well as, you know, you need to eat well. And I always say it, you are what you eat. Eat well for your whole body. You know, you want to eat foods full of vitamins and nutrients and foods like, you know, your whole grains, your vegetables, fruits, your fishes, lean meats, beans. And, and these foods really are best for people who are suffering from depression and mental health issues. Your diet can affect your mood. So eating a balanced diet can help your blood sugar and keep it stable throughout throughout the day. And that's going to help to calm your mood. Okay. And you also want to avoid foods that are high in sugar, you know, um, processed foods, the sodas, the sugary snacks. I found that sugar and caffeine are two of the biggest culprits in depression. We need to eat to feed our souls, but we need to feed it with substance, stuff that's going to help us heal ourselves. Exercising, I talk about this a lot. You know, it can have a positive effect on your mood. And it does this by boosting your energy levels. You know, and it, 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 uh, it gives you a sense of self-mastery and empowerment. And it, it, it is going to reduce your depression. So get out there and walk or jog, you know, swim. You know, I work out, uh, like I said, uh, five days a week. And man, do I just feel great afterward. And I feel such a big self-accomplishment, you know, and it just makes it, it boosts my mood instantly. Talk therapy, and this is something as a holistic practitioner that um, we do. And there's two different types of talk therapy that uh, I like to do. One is cognitive behavioral therapy. And this helps you look at how negative thoughts and behaviors may be contributing to your depression. You know, it helps you to think, helps you to make positive changes in how you think. And then the other one is interpersonal therapy. And this really helps to improve your relationships with your family and friends so that you feel better. And, you know, and these sessions can go from a couple of weeks to a couple of months. Talk therapy and interpersonal therapy. Pastoral counsel, you know, go talk to your pastor or your reverend at church. Animal-assisted therapy, and I'm always talking about pet therapy. I do it a lot um, with my Coco. That's my little Shishu. Um, so if you have an animal, you know, you're going to take that walk. You're getting your exercise. You're out there with your dog. Maybe play fetch. You know, I like to rough my dog up a little bit. She thinks she's like a pit bull. She's like seven pounds, maybe. Um, but it does wonders for me. It puts a smile on my face. Expressive therapy, and this is really starting to grow. And expressive therapy is like your art therapies, your music therapies, you know, dance therapies. I like um, music and art therapy. I'm into all types of different arts. You know, I like to crochet. I like to paint um, and just do all kinds of different art therapies. Um, I love music. So, and that just calms me down. I'll put on some classical music and I'm just like, 
in a really meditative state. You can also try things like acupuncture, Urveda, yoga, meditation is really, really good. Um, just different stress reduction techniques that, that are going to help you. And, th and there's a lot more, like I said, this is only about a 30 minute show, but you know, you can always reach me at natural at chemcare.co or message me here. I do offer a lot of these services. You can always go to my website, which is chemcare.co, um, and we can go more into it. Another thing I like to tell um, my clients and patients is limit your time on social media. And you know, this is a big one for me um, because there's so much negativity on there. And just imagine if you're already in a depressive state and you're on Facebook and then you come across something that was negative, negatively said about you, man, can you imagine what that would do to you? Or you're just scrolling up and down your newsfeed and all you're seeing is this person died or this person lost their house or that just negative stuff. You're just beating your mind with all this negativity and you're already not in a good state. So limit your time on social media, you know, live your life and stop living someone else's life. Remember I said, take care of yourself first so that you can take care of those around you. Live your life first. Write it out, you know, journaling, journaling, journaling. I always tell you, it. write down your feelings, you know, self-reflect in your journal. Don't compare yourself to, to others. That That's a big one. And kind of going back to our diet and stuff, make sure you're taking your, your, your vitamins. Keep your immune system up because if you feel bad physically and then you're already feeling bad emotionally and mentally, man, you've got to... You're going to have an uphill battle. Take your vitamins. Get your quiet time and work on your happiness. Every day, say those reaffirming thoughts to yourself. Work on your happiness. With everything that we're going through with the COVID and the Black Lives Matter and the injustice, that's a lot to take in. And then to have a mental illness that you're dealing with, your brain is just fried. So we need to build you back up. And I need you to know that there is help out there. You are not alone. And you're not the only one that's going through this. Reach out to someone. The main thing I like to tell people is that the first thing is to recognize the signs, admit that you have it, and then seek the help so that you can recover from it and live a happy, fruitful life. Don't be ashamed by it and don't shame others about it. This is the life that you were given. Now, what are you going to do to improve it for yourself? Remember, I always say, this is your life. You get to make the decisions and the choices. And I know that we all want to be happy and to be filled with peace and calm 
and love. Take the steps that you need. And if you're not directly affected by it personally, but you know someone that is, reach out to them. Sometimes people are crying out for help. And I'm not saying verbally where you can hear them, but the signs are there. Be that friend. Be that loved one. Reach out to someone if you know that they're suffering from this. Don't judge. On the description for this episode, I did leave some very important numbers. Um, If you need help or you know someone that does, I left the vet crisis line and the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline numbers, and they're actually the same. It's 1-800-273-8255. And I also listed the crisis text line. And all you'll have to do with that is text HOME, all in caps, H-O-M-E, to 741-741. I just want you to know that I've been there. I'm living it. But I'm proof that it's going to be okay. And even with the ups and downs that I face here and there, it's going to be okay. And that these coping skills can make a world of difference. So like I always say, stay you, be true. I love you. Take care of yourself so that you can take care of those around you. I'm going to close this out with prayer. So if you please bow your heads. God bless all who are battling those inner demons of depression, loneliness, unworthiness, and hopelessness. Shine your warm heavenly light down upon all of us. Guide us to find peace, happiness, and contentment in our lives, and within ourselves. In the name of the Heavenly Father, Jesus, we pray. Amen. So until next time, be safe out there. Take care of one another. I'm going to leave you with a little music. Bye-bye. Be the right way round Can't find paradise on the 
been upside down. I don't wanna be the right way round. Can't find paradise on the ground. All we do, all we do. 